Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Baba the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today, we're talking about seasons, seasons three. Yeah, right on. Seasons three of both Umbrella Academy and Never Have I Ever. Um, That's what we're talking about today. That's right. That's right. Well, we should talk about Umbrella Academy first because obviously we watched that before. Oh my God. I watched that eons ago, but I feel like I remember what happened. Um, So uh, let's let's dive right in. So uh, season three. Well, where we had, we left the kids, they had gone back into the future. So they were in the past in season two. Yes. So, yeah. So they came like back to the present, but like an alternative present, Mm -hmm. right? Because of what they did in the past. Yeah. Yes. They spoke to their father, um, Dr. Hargreaves, Professor Hargreaves, whatever, right? Is that his name? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And and because he met them... (laughs) He went and purposefully found um, different children. So instead of going and finding, um, you know, Victor, Luther, Allison, Diego, them, he went and found another, is it eight kids? Six kids. Eight? Um, I think it's Seven? Eight. It's eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And then the cube. Cube is eight. And then the key, and then Christopher, the cube. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how I remember that. Um, But yes, so they go back to their house and they see that different people are there. They have this really awesome dance slash battle. Oh, (laughs) yes. I mean, the season starts this starts off like this. So that's how you know how the rest of the season's going to go. I mean, so this I was would, like episode one, wasn't it? Yeah, episode one, they go back and meet the Sparrow Academy, and they're yes. all really preppy, really mean, um, like just so clicky and so just mean. bullies. Like yeah. they're just oh my, they're so mean. So it really <laughs> defined the. So I mean, because everybody was separated last season, we didn't really get the family feeling, and I think this season was the first season that we've had where. They all feel like a complete family in their complete dysfunctionality um, because they're they're stuck in this alternate universe together. So a lot of the things, their interactions, I feel, were a lot more in a group setting together, many of them at once. And it really helped us establish their relationships with each other even more than before, you know? For sure. I think I yeah, I definitely agree with you that they were all so separated. It was it was funny kind of what they were all doing in their separate storylines in season two. But I think I prefer season three um, just because, you know, these actors have such great chemistry. They were so great together. We were we were given a whole bunch of new characters in season two, which which are important and come into play in season three, which is great to see. Um But, yeah, I really liked just everyone just shitting on each other and especially even with the sparrows, like you kind of see they don't trust each other at first, um, rightfully so, because, you know, the people come into the house and say that we live here, but they don't. And it's just really weird and awkward and hilarious. Um, But then they kind of work together and it's all just very and then other things happen, like a fucking wedding. Um, Yeah. And it's just (laughs) it's just all it's all chaos and all hilarity and it's it's it was so good i remember i really liked season three a lot yeah i think this is the best season yet i really think that it had the best writing and the most like quirkiness about it that propelled the story forward in a logical way obviously the 
the need, like the kind of drastic nature of them being in this present where they don't belong is that there's a, like a paradox that is brewing um, because they're not supposed to be alive. So them being around in this universe is like fucking up the universe and kind of imploding the universe. Um, Right. They are in fact causing the world they're they're they have started doomsday again for the third time the third time yeah so because there's like that whole situation that this being the third time this has happened it's like they're so they're they're simultaneously not giving a fuck while also like dealing with the sparrows so it's kind of a like they're just letting go about all of this and just kind of like able to really accept their fate in a, in a different kind of way than the previous seasons. Yeah, I mean, they're all very gung-ho about figuring out what's what to do and what's happening um, kind of before they know that the world is... Because they when they first jump in, their, their main problem is just, we've been kicked out of our house and we need to deal with these sparrow people um, until they find out that the world is ending, Right. Yeah, and like then they're like, like, we got to fix it. But then they're still dealing with the sparrows. So some of them really care. Other ones don't. They never. They don't communicate very well together because they, they suck at that. So they, they'll go like, you know, try to do something individually. And it'll be like, we already have that person or we already did that. And you didn't know that. Like, the knowledge is never spread amongst all of them at once. And so that's kind of the comedy of errors of them you know, going and fighting people when they don't need to and all that. <laughs> well, yeah, and the sparrows have this very well-established hierarchy of, of who's in charge and the and the Umbrella Academy doesn't. And so, you know, they go up to Luther thinking he's the leader when he's really not. And yeah, it's just and kind five, of five's idiot, the leader. You know? Yeah, he's, he's really an idiot. And... <laughs> and five's more like the leader because he knows the most about what's happening. And I think mm-hmm. five can't use his powers or something this season, right? Did he, or he, he, he lost the, or broke the briefcase. Like he couldn't. Yeah. So he can't travel. Like he can still pop around and stuff like he does. Yeah. Teleport, but he can't, um, none of them can travel to anywhere else. Um, but they do figure out how to do it. Him and Lila do to try to figure out how to go to the, um, the headquarters of the, I forgot what it's called, like the institution. Yeah, the time, the, the time, time headquarters or something. Yeah, and they go yeah. there and they find his future self there, and it's because yes. the timelines are all <laughs> fucked up, and so it's just like yes. you, you, you know, that's just the real, the real thing about this show is that the the direness of everything is so lighthearted in a way because you know that. There's not going to be a consequence where these actors are actually killed off or like they're like they're safe in the confines of the show. Like, does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah. Well, and didn't and didn't the ending didn't the ending turn out to be okay? Like, did they figure it out or what? I can't remember exactly how it ended. Yeah. So what happened was um, Allison kind of like continued the professor's desire to make a ship thing that the that was powered by all of them in order to make a reality that um that's right they all he, stood on those on those things, yeah those numbers they were dying yeah they were getting numbers. sucked up because hargreaves is actually an alien robot and he was like yes <laughs> He wanted his wife back, so he needed to create an alternate universe where that was possible. But in order to do that, he needed to get all of them together in one place and use their powers and their brains to be able to do it. And then, right? And then they ended up somewhere or something. And then Hargreaves was like in a in a tall apartment building or something with with his frozen wife there or something. Isn't that? Yeah, kind of what it, how how it ended. Oh my god! His show. wife is now back to being alive, who apparently had died previously. We don't really know much about that. I, I got to read these comics. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so it's so crazy. It's so um, 
it's just really fun. Like I feel like every episode of this recent season was just bonkers and, you know, devastating and, and it's interesting. so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was just great. And honestly, also, you know, each character, each actor is so fun. I mean, we've got every every personality has their own thing and it just makes you love them. You know, even Lila, who's was introduced last season, she's a major part of this season as well. It really works, like her relationship with um, Diego and like how they really do love each other and all that. And they're like crazy madness in love. And then you got the other kind of love, which is like Luther and his sparrow girlfriend and they just just fall in love within days and then decide to get married like at the end of the world um and it's awkward and it's just like they just sit with so many things and that's kind of my favorite thing about this show is that even though the world's ending the urgency is like so nil like they just it's in the back seat like it's it's just our our personal problems are a lot more important than the world ending right now (laughs) exactly um and, and there was, was like this there was this falling out with with victor and allison that's what exactly happened? what i was gonna say yeah so yeah. what what happened there again well like, allison victor killed someone no something? so what happened was allison killed someone out Al- no allison that happened in the middle of the series but the reason allison was so mad was because she came back to reality and because she never existed in the present time Neither her daughter did her gone. daughter. Yeah, so yeah. she lost her daughter. Her was daughter. gone, and she lost Raymond, who she really her loved. Her husband, uh, yeah. Yes. Back in the 60s. When so. she went back in time, yeah. So she's just pissed this entire season. It is absolutely... It's a crazy change for this character. I mean, I definitely don't like her this evil. She She truly becomes evil. She, like, murders a guy who turned out to be Harlan, the little boy in the 60s from the previous yes. season. Yes. Arlen um, is in the future. He's older. And so then he, he, and Victor was able to remove his piece of magic from her or, or was going to, was trying to do that. And, and she's then, the one who gave it to him. And they, he's the one who gave it to him in the first place. So that yes. was the problem. Victor because, accidentally gave, gave him the magic, gave Harlan the magic in season two. And it ended up with Harlan's um, death because Allison killed Harlan. It's just like don't do that girl like yeah because he was a threat or something or because she yeah. didn't trust him she, like she I can't... thought he was going to be a, the doom of them all because he has like extremely powerful he's he's just like victor so he can like explode himself um and like make yes. him like basically that he's also the reason why all their mothers uh blew up as well and they weren't even <gasps> born that's right. He, <laughs> yes, he was in the hospital the day that all of them were born and like their mothers died or something. Yeah, right? he, he was so angry that <gasps> that his mom died that he basically yeah. cursed Victor and everybody related to Victor, including all their mothers and like ended up blowing their heads up. This show is just it's it's just you know, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It just, you know, it it can answer any question. It, it can it can put any plot out there, anything going on, and be like, this is the answer, and it will write around everything that is already done, in the most unique and stupid way. And <laughs> it, it'll Completely. like it'll just be. It really just falls into its absurdity so much, and I just can't think of another another show that is this absurd other than maybe like Rick and Morty, you know? And like, even then oh, yeah, that's for sure. not very serialized in, a, you know, in a lot of ways. So yeah, it's, it's kind of like that. And it's just wacky. It's just super wacky. I would, uh, I'd like to mention that I'm pretty sure we gushed about, about how beautiful Diego was second season, but he mm-hmm. was even more so this season. <laughs> yeah, well, he's got that nice haircut. I mean, oh my gosh, really... Daddy Diego! I was here for it. I was here for it because also, yeah, yeah, totally. Lita, Lita p- pretends that she's pregnant because she's Lila, watching yeah. her friend's kid, Lila. Yeah, um, Lila says that this boy that she's babysitting is his son and so he's just trying to be a good dad to this kid who he wasn't expecting, and then he finds out <laughs> later that. But no, Lila is pregnant. Or yeah. no, she's not pregnant. No, she is. Or she was, she is. 
She, she is, is pregnant. actually pregnant because she she told him she was gone for like 10 years. But in reality, it was only like a few months. Um, yeah. Yeah. And she so. was testing him to make sure that that they could have a kid. Together. Yeah. It just, they're they're crazy. But he is Daddy <laughs> Diego so for funny. sure. Like him being dad was was really great. Um, but when the kid shot and uh, shot Klaus in the yes. in the buffalo the white like buffalo suite yes it, i mean that was just i i, I you don't expect I, it and you're like oh my god like he just shot i'm pretty sure i i audibly screamed or something like i don't know what like, i remember that that scene being so shocking yeah um because you know we love klaus so much but then we find out that he can come back to he basically can't die um, it, it makes so much sense. He treats his life like it's a, it's a throwaway. So it, right. it does but make he, but sense. But he wasn't aware of this. <laughs> no. Like he didn't know because it would take him. It it and then and then he had like this father son moment with with Hargreaves, um, where they were practicing. Like he basically just kept killing Klaus, and he was and he um would he would come back to life faster and faster and faster. Um, because I guess he was he was practicing or something. Um, and he so that even was pretty, willed, that was pretty funny. He willed himself back into reality, like back into the live world from the afterlife when he was in in the afterlife, and he didn't even have a body anymore to come back to, and he had to like will himself back into into the upside down version of of the hotel. Right, <laughs> right. Oh, I love this show. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's so good. It's so good. And then of course, of course Klaus and uh Benjamin, right? Mm. Benjamin? Yeah, yeah ben. 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 Just yeah. Ben. Who's ben evil Hargreaves. Ben because real Ben is dead. Who's just who's he wasn't e who's asshole Ben. <laughs> He's asshole um, Ben for sure. <laughs> He's just asshole Ben. Um and so like watching them you know, Klaus is trying to appeal to his softer, more, more sympathetic side, and Ben's like, "Get the fuck away from me!" And, and it's just, "This isn't you, Ben." Yeah, he. And but every so time he consistently <laughs> yeah. is an asshole. It's just like, dude, just give it up. You don't need to act like this. Um, also, another thing they did amazing in this recent season was, um, how they introduced Elliot Page, um transgender man that now is figured out in the show oh i am a transgender man as well and it like really worked out with the character and all that victor had gone through previously it it just made so much sense with how they introduced him and then they just all accepted it like okay well <laughs> it was great yeah i really i really loved loved that episode i i thought it was going to happen like immediately in, in episode one but i think it didn't happen until episode three or something mm -hmm. um when he went and got his hair cut and then he's just like i'm victor now and they're like okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it uh it was very nice and they didn't like ignore it they talked about it a few times to kind of just like get used to it um yeah and so that was that was good um this show just yeah. really is great. I mean, I looked up recently to see how old Aiden Gallagher is. He's number five, and I saw he was born in two thousand three. He's oh my goodness! <laughs> it's amazing though. This show has had three seasons, and this this actor's looked exactly the same for three seasons. Like I feel like he doesn't look like he's gotten any larger or in more into adulthood. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, if anything, maybe his facial features have gotten a little like sharper, but but he looks—he already he has the sharpest he jaw. Looks the same. He <laughs> looks exactly the same. He's oh got one goodness. of the sharpest jaws like I've ever seen. Like it's just like the most—it's it, crazy. He's a—he's a great actor. I really like him. He's so good. I hope I hope that this kind of you know jump starts him into other stuff because I he's he's so great. I mean, all of these characters, truly, the actors are really fun. I really like them. You know, especially Robert Sheehan. I love that guy. He's he's fantastic. Yeah, so. I like that we really don't, like, I didn't know, like, not even Klaus. I, I know Klaus is in, like, some other British shows and stuff. But other than that, I don't think I really knew 
anyone other than Mary J. Blige um, in yeah. this show. Oh, she's that was so fun. I mean, of course you knew Elliot Page, obviously. And oh, I, of course. And, of and course, I of knew course. I knew Tom Hopper, who plays Luther from Game of Thrones, as we had talked previously. Um, oh, that's right. I've definitely forgotten about about that. There's so many people in Game of Thrones. I can't keep track of them all. Well, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so great, great job. It was um, nominated for Primetime Emmy Awards, but that was last year. I don't think anything this year, which is crazy because like this season, again, I think was better and the effects were really good, too. Um. But maybe yeah. I mean, I felt like I felt like a lot of the effects were were pretty good throughout all the seasons. But yeah, they they looked they looked great in this season too, and a lot more was happening. Like they definitely had um, a lot of different sets. It felt like um, like just both hotels, and then of course the mansion. And um, well, this this really all all they had, they hung out in was the mansion, and then the, this hotel after they yeah. kind of were going into hiding. Super which cool hotel was, set. So cool. yeah, so Hargreaves made this hotel right because it mm-hmm. was sitting on some some powerful something. I think like it was portal. like a portal. Yeah, yeah, like a portal or something to the upside down. <laughs> to the upside down, yes. Yeah, exactly. To the other Thank side goodness. of the the hallway on the other side. The yeah. the fact that like they kept that this like enigma kept like the paradox kept like ex- like getting rid of people in front of their eyes and none of them like realized what was going on at all like yeah it just was so it was wacky like they just didn't didn't they're so in- involved in whatever thing they're going through <laughs> that they can't even acknowledge when people are like missing around them <laughs> right yeah exactly Oh, they're silly. They're real silly. Okay. Oh my goodness. Um, I'm pretty sure we've done the plot keywords for this before since we've talked about sure. two seasons previously. I know. Um, but yeah. I'll do them again. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to look up like the trivia, but of course, then the trivia you won't know what's new trivia or what's old trivia. Unless, right. Is there a date? A date of when they post it? Or it's Let's just see. all there, right? I don't think there's really a date. No. Um, no. Uh, based on a comic book, alternate history, superhero, dark horse comics, based on comic. Okay. Well, that's two of those were the same, but that's fine. Whatever. And of course, because it's a TV show, we do not have any critic reviews, so I'm not going to say anything. No. You just you just get our our reviews. I'll, our critics I'll reviews, check the which let me is check good. the the Metacritic because like if you go actually to the Metacritic, I'll I'll just um. Oh, something is there. Yeah. Let's just see if they have a season three situation here. I'm sure if I do something from 2002, like, okay, the, the Telegraph gave it a 100. Okay. For, okay. It says for season three, funny, sweet, outrageous, third time out, it hits. Okay, wait, sorry. Okay. Funny, sweet, outrageous. Third time out, it once again puts on a brawly good show. <laughs> brawly? The word okay. brawly is in here. B-R-O-L-L-Y. Let's let's see what that means. Oh my goodness. It means brawly. the same as an umbrella. Oh. It's a brawly. Okay. It's a slang term for an umbrella. For umbrella. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> okay, thank you, Telegram. Oh, I love that. Um, the AV Club gave it 83. Season 3 continues to honestly grapple with everything its seven protagonists went through in the past. Uh, yeah. Nice. Um, All right. Yeah. Cool. Um, on, uh, we should have a break now. Yep, before we talk about the next one. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay, we're back. We're back with Never Have I Ever, Season 3. I thought you were going to sing that too. What? Sing what? Sing the song of the of the title. Uh, what do you mean? Or d- sing the. S- Never mind. You you started off singing and then you stopped singing. <laughs> oh, because I said we're back, like kind of in a sing songy voice. Yes. Okay. And we're back, and in the beginning of this season, Davy is dating, uh, the hottest boy in school. Um, Paxton, Paxton, Paul, Paul Yoshida, Yoshida, <laughs> and she fumbles it up real fast, as expected. Davy, oh my goodness, does yes, not. I know. She consistently makes the the wrong choice, but I would say that in this season, she actually does make a lot less annoyingly bad choices. <laughs> it's yeah, I. I was a little unsure about watching season three because I didn't necessarily love season two, but I'm really glad that I ended up watching season three because it was really good. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, so we have, we have Davy and Paxton together at the beginning of the season. Um, She is very self-conscious that, you know, she's not hot enough to be with Paxton. People are constantly gossiping about them because, you know, it's, it's high school. It's horrible. Um, I mean, it's not horrible. It's not horrible for everyone. Um, but, you know, shows shows make high school seem particularly terrible sometimes. Um, when it doesn't have to be that bad. But yeah, so she gets... And these really weird situations kind of come up. She gets the, these weird DMs saying, like, you don't know Paxton. Like, you don't know what Paxton did or something. Like, and it's just... Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Turns out it's one of his ex-girlfriends, and he had been really shitty to her. And so Davy's like, Paxton, you know, you should apologize to her. It looks really bad, and you're you're you've grown from that. And he's like, I have grown from that. I will I will apologize. And then he ends up having an apology line of people because he's yes, like people start hearing that he's apologizing to to the girls that he's just hooked up with, and then and then ghosted basically. Um, and, and yeah, he basically, he basically apologizes to, like, the entire school, um, it seems. Yeah, but there is a lot of growth, I think, in this, in this particular series, a lot more than the previous one, and we do see that they are, they're maturing a little bit more. They are, they're 17 now, like, they really are acting like 17-year-olds, and that involves, like, everything that 17-year-olds do, which includes having sex, and they talk about it a lot in this season. Right. I mean, they talk about it a lot since, since the first season, but that's, it's getting more serious now that Davy is getting more serious relationships and their friends um, too. I mean, Fabiola and, and their Eleanor friends too. Um, yes. It's like, a, a, and Anissa, you know, they, they really get into like a little bit more of what do you want? What, you know, would people actually fit well together? Like Anissa notices that Ben does not fit well with her. Just, 
from the way he talks and he kind of talks down to people and stuff and she doesn't like that and then she kisses Fabiola and they try to make a go at it at it but they they just also don't really fit together so it kind yeah, of they kind of realize yeah. that they're better as as more of a platonic relationship they just you know they care about each other but they just feel like they should just be friends um and then Fabiola meets um oh my goodness I watched another movie with uh with this actor uh oh where with the girl I forgot her name is it um da, da, da. it's like uh gotta I gotta go to the top casting here gotta go to gotta go to season three episode whenever they show up um i don't know man you're gonna have to there's so many there's so many people in this show oh my god i have i have i have to go i have to go to the cast list based on the episode yeah that's the way to do oh no actually i know i I know what else they've been in i'm gonna go there okay that's that's a good idea I'm gonna jump page. Here we go. But it, I like that the the title of this um, poster is "Same Nerds, New Drama" because they're very nerdy in this, and they're they're extra like obvious about the things that they care about. Um, and like, even with Paxton, who is kind of putting himself in a different way, like trying to better himself and go to college and so we have kind of Paxton who cares and not just um beefy beefhead Paxton you know and so it really like grows it makes him grow as a character grows in like his gratitude for being friends with Davy and what she does in the end um it's great like I feel like every character had growth even um even her her cousin who uh, Kamala, she's like, I don't want to get married, and she is very clear about it. And she's like, you know what? Getting married right out of the gate is not what I want right now. I want to date people, and she wants to date the teacher. Well, yeah, especially yeah, she wants she wants um, more choice in who she in who she wants to date, obviously. But yeah, and she keeps getting this this idea that you know if she gets married, she has to. She has to, uh, I feel like it was a lot less, she talked about her career a lot, but I think she was just mostly talking about her. Like, we didn't see her at work anymore. It just no. was her talking about her motivations and kind of what she, like, she just wants to, she doesn't want to get married yet. And she, and she should, and she should be able to not have to do that. And she does want a career and she shouldn't have to give that up just because she's getting married mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. I found I found the person. Okay. Um, Terry Terry Hugh. Um mm-hmm. I believe I believe their pronouns are they, they them. And what was the character um, name? Um Can't find it. <laughs> I think Addison. Addison, that sounds about right. That sounds right. Addison. But they were in um they were in this uh the so I watched all three of the zombies movies on Disney Plus. <laughs> and, oh. And and they were in the third zombies movie, um, as an alien. Um and, cool. uh, it was it was pretty fun. So it was nice it was nice to see them again in another in another thing. Um, yeah. Because I really like them. <laughs> yeah, I okay. like all these characters. I think they're super fun. Um even John McEnroe as the narrator. I saw him on a uh, ad a poster in um, Penn Station the other day and it said uh, yeah I do narration now so hire me or something like that and it was like him oh with gosh. his tennis racket and then also holding like a microphone and then it said as seen in never have I ever yeah his <laughs> his narration in, in the show is, is always it's so good it's very it's so cute good. And I even like the, the Andy Samberg version as well um, when he's playing Ben's side of the story. I, I think yes, the Ben, cute. the Ben episodes, the Ben episodes in all the seasons have been. I don't know if he got one last season. He probably did. Um, um, he did. I, I 
I do know that Paxton got his own episode That's last, right, last with season Gigi that I didn't Hadid. that I didn't like. That I yeah, did that wasn't like. a good one. <laughs> um, but no, Andy Samberg as a narrating for Ben on on Ben's episodes were so good, and I, I remember really liking Ben's episode in in this season again, which was oh, was so good. And he um, like acknowledged that he really did have a lot of feelings for Davy. Um, in that she broke his heart and he still loves her yeah it's it's very it's it because like ultimately they're kind of the the end game end game couple like that's kind of what we want like davy's got a new boyfriend in this one he's um another indian guy whose mom is friends with nalani and so it's like she has like other flings right she's got paxton obviously that's important friendship there um, but this other guy kind of ends up being a little bit of a jerk, too, because his mom's a little bit of a jerk. And it's just like, it seems like it's going really well at first. But anyway, the end game is with Ben. We, we've always known this. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a little interesting that they kind of steered away from the mom dating in season three and just had her, you know, yeah, getting getting friends because, you know, she would just go to work and kind of come home. She really wouldn't hang out with anyone. And um, so I really liked this this path for her this season. I, I'd like to see her try to date in future seasons, um, if that's, you know, kind of what's going to happen or whatever. Maybe go back to cards. Common, because that guy that um, was great. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Such a beautiful man. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, so her friendship with this person was... You know, it's interesting, too, like, maybe this person isn't someone that um, Nalini would, would really hang out with. You know, she was very, um, uh, she was like a yogi and, you know, she didn't, she was like, was very judgmental about what foods Nalini would eat. She's like, oh, don't mm-hmm. eat that. Like, mm-hmm. here, have this, have this handful of almonds or something. You know, she was very, very like that and a little judgmental, which we kind of find out later when she helps Davy with, um like a little mental breakdown that she mm-hmm. has before her recital, before her uh, concert, um, since she's gone back to playing the harp. Um, Davy thought that she saw her father in the, in the audience and she kind of needed a minute. And this, it seemed like she helped. She was there to help her, but then, um, then she kind of talks her son into breaking up with Davy. Um, for being like too problematic, you know, because for she's being the... problematic and having and having trauma, yeah, which is fucked up. It's yeah, it's really fucked up. So it's pretty clear that they're kind of not the best people because they would judge somebody for this, and um, and you know they realize like, and, and I feel like Davy cries a lot in this season. She really has to go through quite a lot of difficult things in this season, and kind of understanding the love and but also still thinking about her dad as well which is kind of what the end of the series comes to again similar to the first series um yeah there's so many characters now because you know we really have davy seeing her therapist a lot in season one and and the and the show really seems to be centered around davy in season one but now that we've really branched off into her other friends like eleanor and fabiola and and yeah. even Ben, Ben and Paxton, like they all kind of have their own storylines now. And it's, it's, and it's, the show is still able to really cohesively have all those things that are still there. Like Davy's still seeing her therapist, obviously. She's still having problems, like still caring and missing her father. Um, and on top of kind of the other normal teen drama that she's having. So it's just, it's, it's a very well-rounded show. Yeah, um, I did think this season was very good. I I would say it's again the better the best season of the three. It's it's like the same with you know with Umbrella Academy. I do think that the writing has gotten better, more well rounded, um, funny. Like it's still very funny. You know these actors are pretty cartoonish in a lot of ways, but they're still super relatable and fun. And the drama is good too, you know, like we really want them to succeed. We don't want them to like be, um, you know, like we're like, no, you're trash. We don't like you. Like that's not for anybody. Like we're all just like, oh, we hope you, you do the right thing and that you, 
you know, yeah, move Hope on. You work th- work through whatever you're whatever you're dealing with right now. Um, yeah. An interesting development in the season that I didn't know that I like a, a character that I didn't think I would care about was um, Trent. <laughs> hmm. I, I also noticed that. Yeah, he has a really good arc in this he season as well. He has a really big part in this season dating Eleanor. Um and oh my gosh, like when 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 he was showing up a lot more and just having a lot more lines, I was like, what are you doing? Don't don't make me care about Trent. And I <laughs> did. And I did. He's Ugh. so funny. He's so cute. And when Eleanor was <laughs> when they're talking about having their first time like Fabiola had her first time, or had sex for the first time, and Eleanor finally did, and um, and she was explaining, you know, what kind of scenario she wanted, and Trent, like somehow did this scenario. What was it? It was like, um, it was what was it? It was like a uh, like a, a romance like novel. a historical, historic, yeah, like a, a yeah, historical sweeping romance. you off your feet kind of thing. Yes. With like the long hair and the, you know, and basically the, the trench coat. Prejudice. Yeah. Yes. Basically, Mr. Darcy um, just, <laughs> and what, just, just kissing you up, up against an alley wall or something. Like it was some, it was like, I really liked Eleanor in this season. She was so funny. Um and it's crazy to think that that she was she was dealing with with her mom stuff last season, right? Yeah, it was season two. Yeah, or was like, it season one? I think it was season one and dealing it with been season one. The yeah, the the whole all the fact that her mom was didn't really was not engaged in her life and wasn't there for her at all. Um, but that Basically, really didn't yeah. have anything to do with this season. I mean, it's part of Eleanor. It's part of who she is. Um, yeah, Eleanor's thing this season was really dating Trent. And what else was she doing? Was she doing something else? Um, she wanted to like she wants to further her career, so she dated Trent to like be in the commercials and stuff. Yeah, to be in that like yeah, that guy who owns the gas station or something, or he owns some yeah, sort of Trent's in- gas business. station owning grandfather. Um, his like uncle, or <laughs> uncle, something. sorry, yeah. uncle. Yeah, I mean that was basically what she did this season. So, um. You know, they all have their own little tiny storylines because, like you said, there's more there's more characters in it. So there's more storylines, more things that need to happen. Um, yes. I really loved that Kamala and um, the teacher, Mr. Mister K, is that what his name is? What's yeah, I think so. Love that actor, too. I love him so much. I haven't watched so the cute. Ghost series with him, which I'm going to watch because... I spent all this time watching the BBC version of Ghosts, and he is in the... It's Utkarsh Ambudkar. He is so funny. I love this guy. I can't. I cannot wait to watch his Ghosts with Rose McIver. They're very cute. Yeah, let me know what you think. I, I wasn't planning on watching the American version just because I, I love the BBC version so much. Oh, um, yeah, let me know. Same. I mean, I just need more, I need more content. Like I said, I saw that all of those people who are on the BBC Ghosts have their show uh, Horrible Histories and also another show in movies and things. So I was like, oh, they're all in other things. I have to watch these things. (laughs) So I've been watching them. I know, I need a new show to watch. I just finished uh, The Summer I Turn Pretty and, and Partner Track, which is a new like lawyer drama show on on Netflix, which I very much enjoyed. I'm very um, happy that Netflix is doing another season of Never Have I Ever. They're going to do, I think, a fourth and final season. Ooh. Um, I'm not sure about uh, Umbrella Academy, if the next season is the be- is the last season, but I'm pretty sure that Never Have I Ever is just going to have one more season. But Umbrella Academy was... It's scheduled for for a fourth season. I though. think it is. We just, yeah, we just don't know if it's the last. So the so the season ends with um, Ben had did Ben give Davy like a like a IOU thing like like oh, a sex coupon. They had this <laughs> very awkward, like completely non realistic <laughs> conversation that 
was ridiculous where she was like, I'm going to be the only virgin in college. And then he was like, if you're still a virgin by like 40, I'll have sex with you. And then she was like, really? You'd do that? And he goes, yeah, look it. I'm going to write you a little note. And it said, good for one free boink. That's right. The boink. (laughs) They should have done this in like the beginning of the series because it would have made, it would have made more sense if it was brought back, but then him doing it right then was so yeah it was just weird. so soon but i guess he was but, with... but maybe it would have been weird it would have been weird to say it while she was dating paxton or if she was dating uh the he other was dating guy. anisa or yeah she was dating somebody else like definitely wouldn't yeah. have made sense to put it in previously but still but yeah it did happen right at the end of the season and then and then we basically the season ends with her going to ben's place and and cashing in <laughs> the one free boink but we don't know if they actually boink i mean we're gonna we're gonna find out um we're gonna find out beginning gonna, of season four i'm gonna go with a yes um uh, i i always they're, they're probably gonna boink oh god i mean i've always been a shipper of that relationship truly like i said um of course i, I, I couldn't i couldn't i really liked her with with either like i didn't know like i couldn't i really do like ben I think his character is a lot more fleshed out and he's just, he's just such a good character. Like do we, we are learning a bit more about, about Paxton. You know, he was just the swimmer in season one and now he has other hobbies and he is he's going to college. He's going to college now. Like he's, he's going to be gone. So what, so is he not even going to be in season four Well, he might, he might show up if he, yeah, I mean, I would think that he is not going to be in it as much. Yeah, I think that this is kind of the, the end of Paxton um, and his arc. Yeah, probably. probably. I should have asked Darren Barnett when I saw him. When I met him. <laughs> he probably doesn't even know. No, he probably doesn't. <laughs> he um, definitely wouldn't have known then when you when you met him. If you yeah, um, if you listen to if you listen to our toppings, you would have remembered that I talked about going to music festival last year and in the VIP section I walked past him and I said, Hey Darren, and then he smiled at me and then I went and got a drink and then I came back and I chatted with him and his friend for like ten minutes. <laughs> wow. It was great. So I have a photo you of, just of chat me chatting up chatting up celebrities. Well he told me that people call him Paxton and they were always like yeah, everybody oh. always calls me Paxton, and I was like, oh, no, I follow you on Instagram, so... I'm well aware name. of your real name. <laughs> <laughs> I did feel pretty excited about walking past him at first and being like, hey, Darren, and then just leaving. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that was goodness. pretty pretty great. And then I, But I also had had several drinks in me, so at that point, I was... The liquid courage, like, I don't have any fear. Like, if I... The liquid if, courage was strong. Oh, for sure. Like, if I was sober and I saw him, I might have freaked out. But I was in a very busy festival. I had several drinks in me. I was going to get another one. I was like, I I don't care. I just want to get a picture with this really handsome dude who's really cool in this show. I'm ready to chat up Paxton Hall Yoshida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh... All right. Well, I'm going to reread these plot keywords because why not? <laughs> Okay. We've got teenager, school, friendship, coming of age, Indian American. That's perfect. That sums it, it up right there. It's so exactly like that. I love it. Um, and because you said to look up, I did pull up the meta the Metacritic uh, oh, page for cool. season three. I think. Yeah, you can. So you can see the, if it if they have any twenty twenty two reviews. I think, and and obviously those are the ones for this this year this season. Okay. Well, it has an 81 meta score, um, which is real good. Let's see, 2022. Here we go, season three review. Oh, well, let me see. Did you just read one? How many did you read? Two? I, I read like so the last two. One for Umbrella Academy? Um, let's see if we. Okay, here we go. We have a, a TV guide. All right. TV Guide gave it a 78. Um, for better or worse, Never Have I Ever's new season offers more of the same as its last two outings. It's not a surprising show, but rather a comfortingly consistent one. It remains smart and funny with the killer cast. Okay. That's a very nice review. I also agree. I do really like this show. It is 
it is one of my favorites. I really do think it's very cute. The writing is great. I love the cast. They're very silly. I, you know, I'll take it. I'll take anything. I'll just watch them. It has, it has been very consistent. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And let's see. And still very good. Like, it's still consistent and good. Um, and then I'm going to read another one. So a 91. AV Club gave it a 91. Um, it's a treat to see all the characters get so fully fleshed out, further aided by a talented ensemble settled well into their roles by now. Never Have I Ever offers a rambunctious good time in a sea of bad-to-average Netflix originals. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Dissing <laughs> other Netflix originals. What a dig. Okay. <laughs> the show's sure. going to end with its upcoming fourth season, set up perfectly by the end of this third one. Uh, but its legacy is already cemented as one of the streamer's most entertaining and heartfelt offerings to date. That All is right. so nice. I mean, I, I mean, like, it's, it's not, it's not fully wrong. I mean, Emily and Paris, it was a pretty shit show. Did I still binge both seasons? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Do the, I hate myself for it? A little. It does seem like this, this show knows what it is, it, you know, and in probably a similar way to Emily and Perry, but it definitely is like. It's a it's teen comedy, it's, so it that's doesn't... true. I mean, yeah, we need, which is why I really liked Partner Track. It was it was a more adult show, um, and still had some drama, and still had some really like it 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 covered some some pretty interesting stuff, um, and it was very engaging. But I mean, yeah, for this for this one. Like, Never Have I Ever and, like, Sex, Sex Education. Those are both very good high school shows that Netflix um, has on its streaming service. Yeah. Yeah! All right. Is that all we have to say about Umbrella Academy and Never Have I Ever? Yeah, I mean, I'm just sitting in a puddle of my own sweat right now, so I think I think we're done. Oh, my gosh. Same. Okay. <laughs> Let's close out. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. We are also on Amazon Music, Spotify, and Acast. Uh, if you want to email us, please email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, please follow our social media. We have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Just search All By The Popcorn or All By The Popcorn Podcast. Um, we also have merch, so please check that out. But thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye! Bye! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.